This is All India Radio. Welcome to Science Serial. Life must go on. All India Radio, in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar, presents Science Serial. Life must go on. Based on understanding and managing sustainable development. Episode number nine. Interactive program based on listeners' letters. Life must go on. Well, it is. Or is it? We are well into the ninth episode of our science serial Life Must Go On. And to discuss more about, to take stock of what we've done and uh, to discuss the coming episodes, to discuss letters that we have received from our listeners and a host of other subjects, we've invited Mr. Amitabh Ranjan, Registrar, Indian Institute of Public Administration, New Delhi. Dr. O.P. Mishra, Scientist, Ministry of Earth Sciences and Ex-Director of the Disaster Management Centre of SARC. And we have Mr. B.K. Tyagi, Senior Scientist, Vigyan Prasad and of course Dr. R. Gopichandran, Director of Vigyan Prasad to discuss issues related with the theme of this particular science serial that is Sustainable Development. Dr. Gopichandran, let me come to you first. We are well into the ninth episode and nine episodes is quite a long journey. Would you like to recap, uh, reinforcing the essence and the sentiment behind this entire endeavour that we all embarked upon together? While I get started, I think I must, on behalf of Vigan Prasar, uh, express my deep sense of gratitude, not only to All India Radio, but to our entire country. We have wonderful brothers and sisters who are listening to whatever we are deliberating on. Uh, my colleague uh, Tyagi Saab was the one who thought it was very important to highlight some of these aspects, especially when India is transitioning from very sound knowledge capital into the benefits that science, technology, innovation can get for the market. India has always been, over the last five to six decades, has always been at the center of a lot of this development. When things like sustainable development and the challenges became a larger let's say an apparition if it were you know, if the word could be used you know on the center stage of development world over we thought it was very important that from Vigyan Prasar can we carry messages about sustainable development the principles mm -hmm. and practice for all our citizens I must say the credit for this as I said earlier goes to my colleague Tyagi and to several others across the country who are responsible for developing the script though this kind of a thanksgiving was a bit long I think this human value of acknowledging the contribution everyone can make is central to sustainable development. Makes the endeavor sustainable. <laughs> which, precisely, <laughs> which precisely is the name of the game. Live and let live. Hmm. Acknowledge the services nature provides us. There will be a wonderful discussion later, I'm sure, with Dr. Mishra, who will tell us how the Ministry of Earth Sciences has been able to provide proxy indicators of changes in nature. They are proxy because what is happening in nature is being quantified by us. To that extent, I call it a proxy indicator. Central to all of that is the preparedness of the individual to respond to the call for action. How many ever programs we do, it will always tantamount to only a top-down approach. Sustainable development cannot survive by itself through a top-down approach. The call, therefore, through this is for a bottom-up groundswell saying that, look, my dear brothers and sisters across the country, you're doing a great job. The Indian ethos, which is covered in 
episode number six highlighted how India human values and Indian values are entrenched in this ethos of sustainable development. I will take just about a few more seconds. Fifty-two episodes of this are, in fact, thematically distributed across several themes. The first one, which was about eight of the sub themes, have been introductory in nature. This is to help us understand that yes, every one of us <coughs> have a very important role to play, and this will transform itself into benefits only if it practices <coughs> the values that science brings us. Without practice of these values, we might have a hundred other programs, but we will never be able to do justice to the kind of learning that nature provides us. The final, the central point with which I'll stop at this point of time. During a discussion earlier, you know, one of my colleagues asked, "Are we not chasing an economic agenda? Mm -hmm. And how do we therefore introduce a protection agenda for sustainable development?" I would like to highlight the fact that there is something called ecosystem services. and ecosystem services are quantified in economic terms to tell everyone that look you're losing so much if you do not protect hmm. and that therefore becomes a driving force economics after all is not bad it can be put to good use mr dagi this serial like many other is your brainchild if i may call it so and we've done a lot of serials together all in radio and began prasar In your view, how different is this particular concept from the ones we did earlier? Yeah, <laughs> Manoj, I think this is uh, something very interesting because uh, uh, what Gopi ji has said, he has briefed about the philosophical aspect. Hmm. But now, when we have to come at the administrative level for actual delivery of the things, hmm. uh, we are talking about sustainable development goal to which India is a signatory, uh, that UN declaration part. and the concept of sustainability or sustainable development goal those 17 goals which has been defined in that document these cannot be achieved hmm. if we are all not contributing first it is the understanding part hmm. and the action or the understanding and the action required on each of us at individual level that is must so we took as a part of science communication challenge to convey what are the sustainable development goals how and what the science involved in that what are the possible solution which already the science has given with the risk associated with that and this is the direction so this entire serial is an attempt to communicate science about the sustainability so that we all should be part of uh, that a uh, movement not only nationally internationally because the the human race is now at the verge of uh, so called uh, we are facing a threat of extinction so until and unless we each is contributing towards that goal understanding the the resources not only in economic term but its ecological ethical <coughs> and the aesthetic value hmm. in totality so uh, it's it's like balancing the uh, development with three dimensions that is not only economic and only hmm. it has to be with the environmental perspective 
and the third one is more in a social perspective hmm. so this serial is in all its episode we have around uh, seven segments so where the the different topic or different concept and the thing has been distributed the next segment because this was the first for which we are all here was introductory in nature and the second will be on energy when we are talking about sustainability i think the most uh, important uh, aspect is energy just now the energy the type of energy which we are using is based on carbon and the carbon footprint or the kind of pollution or global warming all are related to that so what are the energy consumption pattern what are the energy options which we have mm. so that those carbon footprint could be reduced and we had a better energy options available to that dr mishra the ministry of earth sciences is the closest entity when one talks about the issue of sustainable development our listeners would like to know more about you know latest activities and advancements in the field pioneered by the ministry of earth sciences i would like to amend one point of my friend tyagi ji he mentioned that the human race is facing the sure. threat of the extinction <laughs> i would like to amend it <laughs> the human race is facing a challenge of self survival hmm. because you see i always mention that according to the evolution of the earth if you see that there is a lot of development and there is a lot of the degradation also mm-hmm. so the human race is now trying to use the entire natural resources mm. for their benefit because if you see the science it is a knowledge proved practically is the science then you make it in a practice it is the technology then exploit that technology for the benefit of the society mm. the engineering mm. so that is the truly the theme of the science technology and engineering so here the ministry of earth sciences try to understand as gopi ji rightly said that the earth is past earth system science is a very mystery you know because among the all nine plants only the earth has a beautiful greenery and the water and everything it is life so we call it mother earth we are getting almost all benefit from the mother earth now ministry of earth sciences try to understand the each and every arena of the ministry of earth sciences whether it is the atmosphere related to atmospheric phenomena you know the climatological changes meteorological changes and that is actually the backbone of the giving the the greenery to the entire the on the subsurface of the earth subsurface there is a lot of the earth is dynamic so electrical field is there magnetic field is there if there is any disturbances in the electrical magnetic field of the earth hmm. the entire system getting changed you might have aware that there is a now the sun flares coming up magnetic strip is going to be destroyed ozone layer is there so the time when we started to detect that the ozone is getting depleted then we understand that there is something happening mm. abnormal why it is happening that that is in the 70s 60s but it started in the few hundred years ago but human is not able to understand that so science try to understand that what are the indicators that can say that there is a changes of the temperature and pressure and that change in temperature and pressures lead to abnormal disastrous events going to take place now here sustainability as you mentioned the sustainability of the development you can best example now is the rapid and haphazard urbanization mm. everybody want to make everything new not like a village you know they wanted to change their road they wanted to change their entire system almost all their dwellings mm. as urbanization aspects of that and rapid urbanization leads to global warming mm. if you have a haphazard non planning there is a lot of the problems after the urbanizations and called a new risks so these are the new risks you are you are doing that so ministry of earth sciences try to understand the atmospheric phenomenon changes mm. what is the difference of the 30 or 40 years ago 
the climate indicators that there is somewhere a scanty of rains, there is a drought, there were lot of the rains in the floods and now the frequency of the flood and the frequency of the scanty means the drought is changing. So this type of the study we are doing and now we know that the predictions of the of the monsoons and prediction of the El Nino is one of the challenging issue that we are giving the the the, the Kisan bulletins we are giving the mm -hmm. the forecasting bulletins to every times that what is going on and prediction wise in the atmospheric phenomenon we are near bit very closer mm -hmm. to our predictions of course the earth is dynamic so sometimes I am predicting and few seconds it is getting changed so there is a type of this these things happening second point is the ocean because there is a close interactions between atmosphere and ocean. Without ocean interactions and earth's surface interactions, there is no change of the heat budget. You cannot predict the budget of the rainfall. You cannot uh, predict the, the, the duration of the drought. Mm -hmm. You cannot predict the durations of the rainfall. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So these all studies by the, by the Ministry of Earth Sciences. And the second most important aspect is the glacials, mm -hmm. the glacial study. We, we are able to do that. But for safe dwelling, the Ministry of Earth Sciences try to make a risk resilient structures. Mm. Just today you have seen mm. that in Bombay or some cities, the, the very well built structures collapsed. The age is only 10 or 20 years. Mm -hmm. That means we did not use the building design codes. Mm -hmm. We did not use the risk resilient type of the structures in such a climate change scenario. We are doing to everything, but we are not protecting that what is going to happen to the, the severe storm, what is going to happen to the severe rain, what happens to this building in the earthquake shaking. So Ministry of Earth Sciences taking care of the safe dwelling, how to do that. So they are generating a seismic microgenation codes <coughs> that foundation design should be there and the building design should be there so they can sustain that. So this is also in the vital structures, nuclear plants, your thermal plants, your vital our administrative buildings. These all should be safe in the climate change induced disaster events. So these are the aspects that Ministry of Earth Sciences developed through the awarenesses by the monitoring early warning system generations, giving the information to the people. But the communications is the role is equal to of the Vigyan Prasar. They are connecting to the each and every ministry. Mm. They wanted to popularize those scientific researches for the action plan. Mm. And that is the need of the hour, that for sustainable development, you have a proper action plan so that people can adopt and can use it. From so, the technological and scientific perspective, we now come to, as Dr. Mishra said, the action plans, the implementation part of it. Now, in any country's implementation ecosystem, it ultimately becomes the administration's responsibility to ensure that policies formed in board meetings and on paper actually translate into concrete action. In the realm of sustainable development, Mr. Ranjan, what are the emerging challenges for planners? First of all, let me congratulate Vigyan Prasar for introducing such beautiful program for our listeners to create awareness about sustainable development and sustainable development goals for our listeners uh, because it is an All India Radio program and uh, thanks to All India Radio for inviting me. Now, as Manoj rightly pointed out that these are the policy challenges. There are whole lot of policy challenges in the area of implementation in the field of sustainable development. In fact, uh, I would like to mention here that when sustainable development uh, word was coined sometimes in 1987 in the Brundtland report, since uh, that time, sustainable development has been in lots of controversies. Mm. Like uh, there has been contradictions about sustainable development. Mm. Uh, if there has to be a sustainable development, then there has to be exploitation of resources. If exploitation of resources has to be there, then development will not be sustainable. It has mm -hmm. to come to an end somewhere. This is a mm. vicious circle. 
so in order to stop this and in order to make this sustainable development continue for our future generations because we are using what we have but we have to think in terms of our future generations also so that what we have inherited from our ancestors they should get also from us so we have to make some policies we have to be vigilant we have to regulate the use of energy resources and for this strict implementation of policies are very necessary i would like to mention one thing here also about the horrific consequences of the exploitation of resources as dr misra pointed out earlier we did not know about this polar seismology like the polar regions also are undergoing seismic changes and in fact due to global warming and uh, melting of ice caps in the polar regions there is upwarping of the uh, ocean surface also uh, so all the experts uh, and you must have seen the movie 2012 2012 in light of this study i think 2012 is a reality somewhere down the line 20 30 years uh, down the line because in 2012 africa became the mainland and the polar regions changed mm-hmm. and everything in the earth changed mm. so if we not regulate the use of energy if we not limit by strict policy implementations then 2012 may become a reality in the times to come say not 20 30 years then 40 50 years mm-hmm. manoj with your permission just i mm. want dr misha actually here what ranjan ji is saying there is a two aspect you know looking at the whole problem when we look at this climate change and global warming at a geological scale where the time scale is in thousand year and uh, lakhs of year because geologists see like climate change is a cyclic process of but that is at the geological scale which take you know years well here <coughs> now we have a very concrete data to support that this change is because of anthropogenic in origin human related interventions yes human related yes, interventions definitely and this is happening at a very small time scale small 100 year scale. or 150 years so whatever with this intervention we are seeing the result as you say the seismicity of polar region and all that it create a very situation of very confusing like mm-hmm. what to mm-hmm. believe and what to <clears throat> not yeah very very thought provoking question but i have answer for that hmm. i mentioned that the earth system is changing right now cyclic process is related to the paleo effects so whatever today i am seeing it has a link to the paleo effects mm-hmm. okay so just like suppose in 100 years you are seeing that mm-hmm. but it is related to thousand years and some few million years that has linkage that was now manifested mm-hmm. so built up take a times you know mm-hmm. the earth has a 4.5 billion years age mm-hmm. so if any system changes and if you are seeing today mm-hmm. it is just like the father sowing a seed mm-hmm. and a grandchildren getting a fruit mm-hmm. same thing is that mm-hmm. if the happening happen mm-hmm. started happening of the 4.5 billion years now mm-hmm. the question arises whether the earth is old or young mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you don't know the uh, at what stage earth is today mm-hmm. it is in the last stage of the earth mm-hmm. 4.5 billion years today yeah. how long the earth will survive mm-hmm. so the entire processes is related mm-hmm. to the earth system is mm-hmm. of the geological scale mm-hmm. and whatever the effects we are seeing it is today it has a cyclic link to the past that is called a paleo effect mm-hmm. now the main important question you ask that uh, it was due to the anthropogenic effect mm-hmm. anthropogenic effect is the facilitator of the natural events happening mm-hmm. suppose you have something 
suffering and somebody provoked you mm-hmm. and some actions you have taken mm-hmm. so your yield will be the facilitated to yield just now mm-hmm. just called a premature ejaculations of the volcanic eruptions mm-hmm. suppose there was no volcano in the barren mm-hmm. or in the narkondam mm-hmm. but if the tsunamigenic earthquakes comes mm-hmm. then the magma comes up and mm-hmm. there is the volcanic eruptions mm-hmm. our forefather 200 years they did not see that volcanic eruption taken place in narkondam mm-hmm. that was the dormant volcano mm-hmm. but it ujaged the mm-hmm. smokes and all things mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i am telling that the anthropogenic is component which is just like a facilitator so the question arises mm-hmm. that if there was no anthropogenic activity mm-hmm. just after few million years of the birth of the earth mm-hmm. the carbon dioxide was too much you want to say like it bound to happen it bound to happen it has been but its rate can be reduced uh-huh. because if the normal if the million years take so many generations suffered it okay. but suppose uh-huh. i am telling that the carbon dioxide is leaking out from the volcanic eruptions uh-huh. and you are putting again fossil fuels there in surrounding uh-huh. of course that budget and this budget will increase that yeah. so now we wanted to say that the earth itself creating its own features mm-hmm. but it has a healing ability mm-hmm. absorbing ability mm-hmm. just i say that just put a dig mm-hmm. and you don't don't fill up mm-hmm. after the one month mm-hmm. it was it will filled up mm-hmm. nobody can detect there was the dig mm-hmm. why this is called a mm-hmm. natural healing effect mm-hmm. okay so there should not be any confusions mm-hmm. about the earth system processes mm-hmm. and the climatic change which we are going to see that today mm-hmm. So I mentioned you that 65 million years a dinosaurus was there mm-hmm. it totally distinct from the earth mm-hmm. because of the deciduous climate changes and mm-hmm. all these things mm-hmm. so I think that geological and the anthropogenic effects is quietly related that one is the process related mm-hmm. another is the facilitator okay. of the processes okay <clears throat> so we can say that 100 years of mm-hmm. our age mm-hmm. so can you control the carbon emission okay. sir uh, i would like uh, to intervene here as dr misra said uh, that anthropogenic effects have accelerated the process mm. of geological events for a layman it is uh, more appropriate mm-hmm. but if human related interventions have accelerated the process of geological happenings mm-hmm. then human related intervention can reduce also at common parlance we can say like by human intervention we have uh, increased the aging process of uh, our planet earth in a way aging process means uh, like if the life span of planet earth is this much mm. the human intervention or human anthropogenic activity has reduced it like the by human smoking you are no, reducing no, no, your no, age no 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 huh. i'm not going to age i i never tell that i am going to reduce the age uh-huh. by the human interactions you can retard or you can create obstructions to obstruct the normal processes uh-huh. for some times you see the indus valley civilization mm-hmm. 3200 bc or now 5000 years ago the people are telling what happens to indus valley civilization mm-hmm. civilizations has destroyed by the natural effects mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just i mentioned manoj tibet was the highest peak yeah, for yeah. many years but tibet is now plateau and the himalayas is the highest peak. Yes, yes. this means that the natural process dynamism is going on mm-hmm. and now we're telling that the himalaya is just 0.5 cm rising every year mm-hmm. that means the dynamo is going on mm-hmm. the earth is agile once it is stopped it mm-hmm. becomes like a mars and like mm-hmm. the saturn mm-hmm. there is nothing you see okay so That's these are the actually processes yeah. just just like uh-huh. a few example is very good questions i want mm-hmm. to clarify to listeners mm-hmm. that din and rat mm-hmm. is the 24 hours of the earth called mm-hmm. a, a translational motion diurnal motion mm-hmm. 
ऋतु परिवर्तन इज द सेकुलर मोशन ऑफ द ईयर थ्री हंड्रेड सिक्सटी फाइव डेज सो यू कैन सी दैट नाउ इट इज रेड्यूस द डिस्टेंस इज कमिंग द इंडियन प्लेट इज मूविंग सो मेनी थिंग्स आर टेकिंग प्लेस सो ने यू कैन हैव द अर्थ यू हैव टू सेव द अर्थ सो लेट नॉट डिस्ट्रक्ट और नॉट ऑब्स्ट्रक्ट द अर्थ कॉमन प्रोसेसेस एब नॉर्मलिटी यू डोंट क्रिएट इट दैट्स वाई कार्बन मत इमेशन करो बिकॉज ओजेन लेयर एंड द प्रोटेक्टिव लेयर विल बी डिस्ट्रॉयड सोलर फ्लेयर नाउ यू आर थिंकिंग साइंस आर थिंकिंग टू मेक द मैग्नेटिक गार्ड टू रिपेल द सोलर सोलर फ्लेयर सो साइंस डिटेक्ट्स द डिस्ट्रक्शन एंड साइंस प्रोवाइड द सेफ्टी हाउ टू डू दैट साइंस डिटेक्ट्स द ट्यूमर एंड साइंस आल्सो गेव द वे हाउ टू ऑपरेट द ट्यूमर एंड टेक आउट फ्रॉम द बॉडी सिमिलरली वी आर डूइंग ऑल दीज थिंग्स सो इट इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट सर की we have to learn to use the natural resources mm -hmm. not for the exploitation for optimizations gopichandra ji has a point mm -hmm. great i think um, all india radio and institutions like vigyan prasar which interface with our citizens fellow citizens must in fact bring as many of these experts as possible often to deliberate on these issues mm -hmm. on behalf of vigyan prasar i'm grateful to both of you and my wonderful colleague thyagi who made this to quickly summarize all the wonderful things that have been said if i was a listener at the other end i will say oh my what a lovely set of people who are at the center of science and technology expertise in our country great i'm very happy about it the takeaways for me would be number 1 whatever be the science interpretation of a phenomenon let there be a lot of investigation and debate what matters for me at the local level is impacts management one take away from the discussion is adaptation adaptation means reducing vulnerability of our systems i really okay. do not know what the earth was in the past hmm. as a person living at the age of 55 years of mine I will not know how the earth will be in the future but at the moment I see whatever the cause the impacts of it here today okay therefore sustainable development engagement means what can I do to be able to resolve this the agenda of science is the agenda of truth my agenda is to foster that truth hmm. that is the essence True. of sustainable development True. With that, we come to the end of episode number nine of uh, our science serial. Life must go on, and I mean, I think today we have also received few letters. Can we read out few uh, letters? Quickly, uh, before or we at close, least the name of uh, uh, this one is from Ramdas Marskole, uh -huh. uh, village Munda, post Kahani, okay. uh, Tehsil Lakhnadon, district Sivni, Sivni of uh, MP, Madhya Pradesh. Is, yeah, yeah. Madhya and then there's another letter from Sanjeev Kumar. He's a regular writer. Yeah. From Karnal, Haryana, uh -huh. and uh, the contents revolve around. Uh, well, they've been uh, listening to the program regularly. and uh, and few of them uh, i think also has replied the uh, the question which we have been asking uh, at the end of each episode i think is yeah. it uh, sanjeev kumar yes 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 i think uh, this time we are not uh, declaring the winner huh? because we have not received all the latest so in next episode i think we'll announce the winner of uh, each episode sure, uh, sure. because the the we, we don't have all the latest with us today so so let's hope our listeners have noted this point and I take this opportunity to thank uh, Mr. Amitabh Ranjan, Dr. O.P. Mishra, Mr. B.K. Tagi, and Dr. R. Gopichandran for sparing time to come here and discuss this very important issue of sustainable development. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you.
Life must go on. You are listening to the ninth episode of this science serial produced by All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar, interactive program based on listeners' letters. Participants' experts were Shri Amitabh Ranjan, Registrar, Indian Institute of Public Administration, Dr. O. P. Mishra, Senior Scientist and Deputy Director General, Ministry of Earth Sciences, Dr. R. Gopichandran, Director, Vigyan Prasar, Dr. Birendra Tyagi, Senior Scientist, Vigyan Prasar, Recording and Mixing, Akhya Jayavardhan, and it was moderated by Manoj Mayankar. You can send your letters by simple post. Our addresses, Science Serial, Life Must Go On, All India Radio, Room Number 615, New Broadcasting House, Sansad Marg, New Delhi, 11001. You can also write on our email ID, radio at vigyanprasad.gov.in. Please do write or mail us your full name, age and profession. If associated with Science Club, do let us know the membership of your club. If you have any query or question, don't hesitate to write to us. We will be back again with the next episode of this science serial. Life must go on same day, same time next week. Till then, goodbye.